From the studios of WPLY, in the middle of Central and Southwest Virginia, this is Crunch Time. Now, your host and crunch creator, Carl York. Welcome to the weekend, high school sports fans. It's Crunch Time, baby! York, you brought it. That was a good one. Good one. I had to build up my energy. I'm telling you, I'm still fired up from last night. You and me both. I you mean, and we, me both. We had some great basketball last night. We're going to get to all that. Good morning, Central and Southwest Virginia. It is March 3rd, 2022. Wow. Uh, like I said, we, we've had another great week of high school sports. Yes, we have. Uh, and, and we love it. The kids, I mean, they work so hard to get to this point. And, uh, man, they really perform. And, and it's just a thrill uh, watching them and covering them and um, but but uh, let me remind you, you can reach out to us at crunchhssports at gmail.com. Crunchhssports at gmail.com. That HS really stands for high school in the middle. But crunchhssports at gmail.com. Give us a, drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. Um, I tell you, uh, last night, uh, again, uh, I was at the Cave Spring game. Packed house. Packed house. Couldn't stir him with a stick. Uh, again. And um, Fluvanna, the Flying Flukas, Chuck Baker's high school, oh, nice. uh, showed up. And it was, I tell you what, it was a tight game um, early on. And then uh, Cave Spring just, uh, they, they just got going. Um, I, you know, Bryce Cooper really, uh, you know, he got, him, he got him going. I mean, he, he, we were laughing about it. I mean, I think he was responsible for 20 fouls. You know, he had four at the end of the night, but he drew a bunch of them just taking charges and uh, doing the dirty work. And, um, you know, he's just such a he's just such a energetic guy. And then uh, Dylan Saunders, again, uh, 28, 28 points. Yep. Uh, he has really played well in the postseason. And and then you got all you know, you've got um, Stark Jones and you got uh, Owen Diet and uh, just. You know, Lily. Every everybody uh, that's coming out there is really playing well for K Spring. But they had to they had to bring it in the second half. They were uh, they they were in a little bit of a hole, and they just weren't they just weren't looking like themselves. But you know, when you can win games like that, you you know you're in uh, you're in good shape. Uh, now, and Carl, then, yeah, and Carl, I heard too, uh, and I think this is correct, but it sold out in six minutes. Yeah. Is what I heard. Which is just unbelievable. How do you sell out in six minutes? I don't know. It's like a rock concert or something. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, that's how is that possible? I don't know. I don't I mean, know. But wow. Yeah. So uh, and and you know they play again Monday night. We're going to talk about that. And that one's going to sell. Uh, that one's probably already sold out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. But up eighty one, Northside needed overtime to, to overcome a very uh, talented Spotswood team, uh, fifty eight to fifty six. Jimmy was at that game. We're going to talk about that one too here in a little bit. Uh, and then James River, two overtimes, went down and took out last year's champion, Union, in 2A basketball, 74-68. to 68. Uh, They may be home by now on bus. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's a long ways away. It is. Exactly uh, right. I mean, it, it's, uh, you know, I don't know if the, uh, I don't know if the sun's come up yet over there. <laughs> I mean, it, it is, it, it is a long bus ride, but, but they got it done and, and then Radford knocked off Virginia High 67-49 uh, to set up another great rematch there. So you, we're going to have uh, Monday night, we're going to have James River and Radford again at the Krieger 
Yeah, beautiful, beautiful place to play a game. Um, if, if you're a fan and can get in there, uh, if you can't get in to see the Cave Spring game, yeah. you might be able to get into. But it's a beautiful facility to go watch a basketball game in. That's for sure. It is, and and it's a great place to shoot, and you get a lot of great shots everywhere, Jimmy. But uh, I'm telling you, you know, if you if you haven't been out to CrunchMVP.com, uh, you need to get out there because the the photos that Jimmy gets and his team get are just fantastic. I mean, if you're a fan. Even if you're not a fan, I mean, they're just great shots. Uh, guys flying around and big blocks, big dunks, yep. just, just everything out there. Yep. Uh, but uh, this Radford, um, this Radford James River rematch, you know, they just played last Friday, and that was a 41-40 win by Radford. Uh, so you know, we've got a lot of rematches. So now, you know, Monday night we're going to have Cave Spring at Northside, right? A rematch. We've got. Radford at James River as a rematch. Um, you know, it's just... We it, got a rematch of uh, Carroll County Carroll traveling County. up to Spotswood. The girls. That's correct, girls. Sorry about that. So that's, yeah. on, that's on Monday night as well. So just a lot of great uh, rematches, and and uh, we're looking forward to all that. Now, Auburn also, they handled Eastside um, last night, 65-30 to 30 to advance. Uh, and then Loudoun County knocked off EC Glass uh, mm. in the boys, 51-47 right. to 47 in 4A in a close game. Um, like Jimmy said, uh, uh, on the girls' side in 3A, Carroll County punched the century mark Ooh. with a 106-61 to 61 win over Fort Defiance. They're 106. rolling, Carl. They're, they're, um, I think they're hitting their stride. And, of course, they, they have a bad taste in their mouth from Spotswood last year knocking them out of their trip, you know, to hopefully play in a state tournament or the state championship. So it'll be interesting Monday evening when uh, the fans of Carroll County travel up to Spotswood because that's where the game's going to be, and uh, and that's where I'll be. I'll be there watching and, and getting the shots. Well, yeah, you know, they play Spotswood again, as you said, and Spotswood knocked out Stanton River. Yeah. And the Levine Man. twins, 66 to 58. And we, I, we need to say something about Stanton River, though. What a great year they had. Exactly. Only lost two games, but unfortunately it was their last two. The last two games, right. Yeah, they, um, I, I was at that game, and, and they just they just couldn't, they, they got into a little foul trouble. Yeah. And, yep. of course, uh, they, they also were up against a, a young lady by the name of Zoli Khalil, who scored 41 points. Yikes. Uh, she's six foot tall. Uh, she obviously had quite a, a height advantage over anyone at Stanton River, but they couldn't handle her. And, you know, it was, she put on quite a show. Uh, she set a school record last night with 41 points. Wow. So, um, so and, and of course, I'm sure she has a little funny taste in her mouth from, uh, you know, the, the loss that they suffered at the Adam Ward tournament um, when they lost to Carroll County this year. So, Anyway, it ought to turn out to be a great game Monday evening. Well, and as you say, I mean, they've, you know, when you get these teams that are playing again, it's not like they're a surprise to each other. Right. Uh, they know what they're getting into, and uh, Carroll County knows what they're getting with Spotswood, and Spotswood knows what they're getting with Carroll County. But Carroll County's just been, I mean, you've been talking about them all year, Jimmy. Yep. I, uh, Coach, you know, Coach Randy let me look in that crystal ball, and I, I projected Carroll County girls to move, and they have, and it's uh and, and they're they're fun to watch. I mean, they're uh, they're very difficult to hold. Uh, for example, last night Alyssa Irvin scored thirty six points. Wow! And she was followed up with Jalen uh, Hagee, who scored twenty five points. But um, they've just have a they they've got a great little team. And what's interesting about them is that they're still. 
they're going to return almost everyone, uh, which is amazing. They're only going to lose like one senior uh, out of the starting lineup. So it's, it's you know, Carroll County is going to uh, put a little spot there uh, and, and they're going to, you know, have a place to come back to, I think, even next year. So, well, so all those teams that are playing them are like, wow, we got to face all those girls again. Exactly. But 106 points, I mean, that's like four games for a lot of girls' basketball teams. So, <laughs> I mean, it's amazing that they can run up and down the court like that. But uh, And then uh, also Pulaski County, the girls move yeah. on with a 54-44 win over Sharando. Congratulations to the Lady Cougars. Um, great win there. They've been good all year long. They're one of the... They're the only team that's beat Carroll County that's this correct. year. That's yeah. And, and they split games, so Carroll beat them once and they beat Carroll once. So that tells you a little bit about Pulaski County. Uh, EC Glass, the Lady Hilltoppers bowed out last night to Millbrook, 56-33. to uh, Gate City beat the, the Radford girls, 49-37. And Allegheny girls lost to Central Wise, 57-41. And then in 1A... Uh, Honeaker ended Auburn's season 61-38 in girls basketball. So just uh, uh, jumping around there a little bit, just wanted to give you some area teams uh, that we, we keep an eye on closely. Um, hey, look, we got a great show uh, today. Uh, pre- we pre-recorded earlier this week uh, a interview with uh, Lord Botetot head coach Andrew Hart on the U.S. Cellular Crunch Hotline. Um, man, it's a great interview uh, and, and up to uh, this Friday, you know, the Cavaliers had played five of the teams still left in the tournament. That's amazing. Yeah. So it's always interesting to get coaches to be able to talk about uh, teams that they play that are still playing and give you a, a quick synopsis. So you don't want to miss that. That's coming up. Um, and also, I just want to just some call outs for um, uh, last night uh, quickly. And boys 6A, number one Hayfield got their, their biggest scare of the year. A 59-51 win over Washington Liberty, but that was as close as as has come for right. them. So uh, again, you get into playoffs and it's a different game. It is, uh, you know, everybody's better and everybody's confident and everybody's riding that tide. So they're there for a reason. They made it that far for a reason. That's right. Yep. In five A, the one that jumped out at me was Riverside over Glen Allen, 65-51. Now Riverside's the team that beat Fleming by two points, 61 to 59, and a nail biter. Uh, not too long ago to knock Fleming out. So you're thinking, dang, if Fleming could have got by yeah. Riverside that night, they they may have cruised to the to a state uh, title shot. Um, in 4A, um, you know, a uh, lot going on there, but uh, EC Glass got knocked out. Um, certainly, uh, we were we were hoping that they would go further. Uh, I just want to call out, um, uh, and and we've talked about some 3A and 2A. Uh, East Rockingham's Tyler Nickel. Uh, oh yeah, ended his career last night uh, to John Marshall. John Marshall's such a great team, but he ended with uh, I think Jimmy told me twenty nine hundred and nine points. Very similar to your scoring, I think, from when you were in high school, Carl. Yeah, well, that was just one season. <laughs> one season. I yeah, have... but you were not in Virginia, so that record would not be able to be looked up at that time. Right, you were in a different state. <laughs> right. I'm glad we brought that up. You know, yeah. I don't like to talk about my I career. know. You're a humble man, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> don't believe that for a second. All right. So, uh, but uh, last night, uh, you know, John Marshall got him. Uh, but this Tyler Nickel kid, he, he's not done. He's six foot eight. He's headed to North wow. Carolina. So, but but John Marshall beat him 91-57. John Marshall is a juggernaut. Yeah. I mean. That, that means very likely uh, either James River or Radford could end up seeing them, you know, in the finals. Very which true. Would be, yeah, which would very be quite true. a game. 
All right, this past Tuesday, we also had state indoor track championships. Now, we're still, you know, learning how to cover a lot of these sports. So Jimmy took in some of the action there, got a lot of great photos again. Uh, there were some state records that fell. Uh, but we're going to talk, you know, in this back part of the show, we're going to talk a little bit about that. We can't cover it all, but we're going to call out some guys that that jumped out at us and, and some ladies that jumped out at us. So um, stay with us on that as well. All right, so remember, you can reach out to us at crunchhsports at gmail.com. Um, all right, so you're listening to Crunch Time, your weekly area high school sports radio show for Central and Southwest Virginia. Let me set the studio. The guy you're not hearing, mm, yeah, that you that you normally hear all the time, uh, Coach Randy. He is away on some family business. Uh, you know, uh, he he needed to go out of town, and and we're missing him today. But we've got Captain Morgan over here. Uh, I. <laughs> <laughs> he's rehearsed that a lot. Captain Morgan, glad to have him on the board. Uh, he's directly north of me. And to my right, you've been hearing him. Um, Jimmy, Mr. Crunch MVP, um, with us today. Uh, glad to have Jimmy at my uh, at my right. And, uh, you know, he's he's out there covering a lot of games and, a, and covering a lot of different uh, uh, sports for us as well. So, all right, I, I love to talk about uh, periodically, you know, uh, a call out a sponsor. I want to talk about Haley Toyota. Chuck Baker, man, what a fantastic guy. Haley Toyota, Haley has it for less. If you're looking for a vehicle, that's where you got to start, nice. in my opinion. Yep. Uh, he just, he and his, his crew over there do such a good job, and they have such a nice facility. Uh, I mean, it, 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 they always have a lot of selection. It's just, I, I love working with somebody that supports local like he does. I mean, he gets it. He uh, supports our kids. He, he's into everything. And, um, you know, th- there's a cost to that. Uh, but he just believes in supporting the people that support him. And we're so proud to have him as a Crunch sponsor. And he's been with us a long time. And uh, just really appreciate everything that uh, Haley Toyota does for, for everybody in the area. All right. So uh, let's, uh, let's gather around the campfire here, Jimmy. Don't give it all away. But... Um, just, uh, you know, this week's been busy, but, um, you know, what's jumped out at you this week? What, uh, what's been the, the one thing that's kind of really got your gaze? Well, I mean, it's just, uh, I guess the thing I would, I would say is it's the atmosphere that we're seeing. And um, I, I, I know from photos I've seen from you, Carl, but, but everywhere, you know, we talk about places selling out, but I, I can only imagine... And I mean, I, I can sort of remember what it was like, but I can I know it. It is such a a great feeling as an athlete to be in a gym where it's packed, and you've got you know all the fans there. You know, obviously some are pulling for you, some are pulling against you. But <laughs> but uh, for me, I think it's just a it's a it's a neat thing that the the kids you know that lost some of this through COVID, where they didn't get to experience some of this stuff. Um, I just love to see that. Um, that, that the gyms are packed and they're even turning people away. And I mean, that's just, you know, uh, when I was at Carroll County uh, the other last week on Saturday evening, it was um, it was just amazing that they, they had to turn people away. And I mean, there were people that had driven from uh, Stanton River to yeah. get there yeah. and, and couldn't get in the gym because it was sold out. So it's, uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's a neat thing to be able to see the, the kids getting a chance to play like this, it just takes it to a whole new level. Well, I tell you, that's a great point. And, you know, the pandemic, uh, there's been a lot of bad with the pandemic. But the one thing that's kind of reset to your point is uh, the fervor and the passion for high school sports 
and getting out there and watching your your kids or the kids in your community perform and do what they love and and seeing the culmination of all that hard work. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's just uh, I mean, that's part of why these these games, these big games are packed out. I mean, we haven't seen that in a long time to where I mean, uh, you know, this will be for Monday night's game with Northside Cave Spring at Cave Spring for instance. This will be the third game in a row where literally there'll be people locked out. They'll they'll come they'll come and not be able to get in. And even the media, I was talking to some of the guys uh, from the TV stations if you're running around doing different games, they lock the doors. I mean, they had to call wow. to get in because, you know, uh, and it's a fire marshal thing. You cannot just keep stuffing people in there. Uh, and literally, uh, you know, the, the the last Cave Spring Northside game, uh, the out-of-bounds line was almost people. Wow. You I touch mean, somebody, you're out of bounds. You bound. touch somebody, you're out of yeah. bounds. I mean, that's how, that's that's what it felt like. Well, so, And Carl, last night, I, I got to speak to some of the officials that were at the game at Spotswood. And and it was interesting. They even prefer to be in a packed gym huh. because, you know, they just said it's a, it, it's, it's a different feeling. They, they made reference to when they were at some of the games, very few, you know, fans there, how they didn't like it. And, and probably the reason they don't like it is when there's very few fans there, you can literally hear what somebody might say. Well, that's true. Where if it's packed, it's just a mumbled noise that you hear. But but even the officials were thankful that that, that <laughs> the fans were in there the way you they can't were. have rabbit ears and be an official. And no, not at all. You cannot be twitching out there. You've got to stay focused. And we've got we got a lot of great officials. All right, Jimmy. So let's uh, go ahead and go through the scores. Uh, the scores that you have for area games. Let's go ahead and get that out there and let people hear right. uh, some of the scores. All right. So I'll start with the boys, and I'll go back to Tuesday evening and work my way forward. So uh, Auburn fifty six, Fort Chiswell fifty two. On Wednesday, Rona Catholic was over Carmel fifty nine to fifty six, and then on Friday, uh, the Fairfax Christian ninety two, Rona Catholic sixty. Loudoun County 51, EC Glass 47, Radford 67, Virginia 49, uh, James River 74, Union 68, and Carl, that was in double overtime. Yikes. Auburn 65, Eastside 30, Northside 58, Spotswood 56, and that was in overtime. And then Cave Spring 72, Fluvanna County 54. And then to touch on the girls, on Tuesday we had Perry McClure 49, Auburn 48. And then Friday we had... Gate City 47, Radford 39, Millbrook 56, EC Glass 33, Pulaski County 54, Sharando 44, Spotswood 68, Stanton River 58, and that ends a great career for uh, the Levine sisters, so I hate to see that, but great season. Uh, Carroll County 106, Fort Defiance 61, Central Wise 57, Allegheny 41, Perry McClure, 58, Grundy, 55, and that was an overtime. And then lastly, Honeaker, 61, Auburn, 38. So that catches you up from last week. Wow, great job. Uh, I tell you, um, we also had another team that that broke the the century mark, and it was in the boys. It was Verina uh, last night, and they scored 106 points as well over Jamestown, 73. So I'm telling you, when you score 100 points, whew, you got to ice down your arm. Yeah. From firing that ball up there. I mean, you know, that... The hoop that, was big. The hoop was big. Yeah, I mean, and the they, ball was small. They saw it going yep. in, and, you know, Jimmy remembers those days when he I played, according, according to Jimmy. <laughs> according to Jimmy, he could fill it up, and, and that's uh, we know that's true. All right, so um, 
I want to talk a little bit about uh, the Salem Civic Center here. Uh, the Salem Civic Center does such a great job um, for us and, and supporting us. So uh, this week, finally, you know, March 10th, Thursday, 7 p.m., Casting Crowns. Nice. That's a contemporary Christian That's music correct, yeah. uh, group, and they do a great job. March 18th, Friday, 7.30, uh, a week later, Travis Tritt. Oh, some good old country music. We're getting into it. We're getting into it, man. I tell you, Salem Civic Center has a lot of great shows. And then on the 22nd, four days later, Tuesday, 7.30 p.m., we got Roanoke Symphony Orchestra out there doing their thing. And then uh, May 1st, Sunday, for King and Country. Again, that, that's rescheduled. That's a contemporary Christian music group as well. All right. I'm, I'm telling you, the Salem Civic Center really brings it, and we really support, we really are thankful for their support of Crunch and, and all the uh, local high school teams. Uh, so support them. Get out there, see a show. You won't be uh, unhappy. Um, all right, so we're gonna we're getting ready to take a break. When we come back, we're gonna uh, have a interview with uh, Lord Botetourt head coach uh, Andrew Hart on the U.S. Cellular Crunch Hotline. So uh, you're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. Stay with us. Heiner's Bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region, Heiner's. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's Bread. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on CustardStand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. Hey, Rondé, football players know a lot about building. To be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. Do you like a haircut from a barber that actually listens and gives you the great haircut you deserve and at a great price? I'm Deanna Brunel. And I'm Deanna Phillips. And together we are Mama D's Barbershop. We're located right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Just look for the 18-foot barber pole. Make an appointment on Facebook or stop in for the same-day appointment. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until 6. And Saturday until 3. Mention Crunch or this ad and you'll get a free deluxe shampoo. See you soon at Mama D's Barbershop off Brambleton. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor? A volunteer? Teach your grandkids to fish? Hi, I'm Jay Harlow, financial advisor with the Merius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, and I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive, Southwest Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Hi, friends. Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. 
In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after-school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org. Hey, Berman Clark here from Unaris. We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Munaris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more. Give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at MunarisBenefits.com. Munaris, here to help with all your insurance needs. Jimmy Whitaker here, and one of my favorite restaurants is Bellasino's Pizza and Grinders. At Bellasino's, fresh is no gimmick. They bake their bread from scratch every day, using the same scrumptious Grandpa Sam bread recipe since 1959. They have everything from grinders, pizza, salads, and appetizers that are made to order. Lunch or dinner, it's Bellasino's, Belleville, and Roanoke. I think I had a couple fouls caught on me in the break. I'm a little sleepy, though, from the drive. Well, that's so, true. Yeah, yeah, you run them down the road. But uh, uh, definitely a physical brand of basketball being played around here, and that's that's okay. All right, so uh, we've got the um, got a great treat for you. Uh, we interviewed uh, earlier this week uh, Lord Botetite head coach Andrew Hart on the U.S. Cellular Crunch Hotline. Let's uh, give Coach Hart a listen here. All right, you're on the right, we're on the U.S. Cellular Crunch Hotline. We have... Lord Botetot, head coach, Andrew Hart with us. Uh, coach, man, you guys had another strong season. Uh, no one no one wants to play Lord Botetot these last few years. I, that's a credit to you, Coach. But uh, what's been the key to your success? Uh, honestly, man, we, we just have some great kids. We've, we've had some great kids come through, and I inherited a good crop of, uh, you know, freshmen and sophomores when I took over a few years ago. Uh, they're just you know, they're just a pleasure to work with and they're, they're very coachable. Um, and we're able to get a lot out of them because, you know, they want to win and they want to do what, what, um, you've asked them to do. And so it's been, it's been a joy to coach them. And, and we were, we've been happy to be able to, you know, have some success on the court. Well, I tell you, your teams don't seem to get flustered. They're very even keeled yet, yet they're intense, uh, which I think displays, you know, a lot of confidence and, and really kind of a basketball IQ out there. Do you, do you teach that? Do you practice that? I've always wondered with teams like that. Do you, you know, is that something that you consciously kind of put them in situations where they're getting better and better at that kind of thing? No, that's something that's really hard to, you know, really hard to work on and replicate, you know, at any point of practice or during the season. Uh, you know, we spend some time talking about it, uh, but I just think it's the strength of a strength of this, this particular set of kids and their, you know, just their personalities are, they are very even keeled. Um, 
you know, they really want to win. They are intense about winning, and you can tell that they care. Um, but but they, you know, we've been proud of them for just being able to kind of be resilient and just kind of move on to the next play from from play to play. And uh, you know, sometimes I wish they would show a little bit more emotion. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I think all in all, it's definitely a great quality to have, and we're fortunate to have to have them and and them be able to do that. Well, I tell you, you played uh, one of the interesting things right now. We're we're in postseason, and you played. Uh, you guys just got knocked out, but we you played actually five. I, I count five teams that are still alive. Uh, and and really, uh, when I look at how you did against them, I mean, you were about you know fifty fifty, uh, which is really saying a lot about your team too. But I, you know, Northside, Cave Spring, Spotswood, uh, James River, and Radford are all still in the mix, and uh, you know, all great teams. Um, I'm really kind of interested. We're really kind of interested in what you think about uh, those teams in the postseason. I know you probably have maybe like one line you can say about each of them, but uh, start with Northside. I mean, uh, they're they're tough. Absolutely, yeah, um, yeah. Northside, obviously, we have a big. You know, we've we've got a lot of cases of them this year. Haven't played them four times, but they're just really tough. Uh, they're really aggressive, uh, and they can score the ball uh, very efficiently. Um, and, and that just makes them tough. Uh, they pass the ball well. They share the ball well. Uh, and they're, they're aggressive on defense and they're aggressive on the offensive glass. And if you don't have some bigs uh, that can kind of counteract that, then, you know, they're going to be really tough to handle. Yep. Uh, and that's why, you know, Cave is so big. And so they've been able to kind of ca- counteract that and, and be able to, you know, keep them at bay a little bit. That's why they've had some success. How about uh, Spotswood? That's, that's a team that we don't often get to see. But you beat them by a bucket earlier in the year and, and they're a good team yeah yeah they they were a great team man they were really really well coached probably one of the best coach teams uh that we played they were just really good at what they what they do but they got two stud players they have a a point guard uh who's a young um i, I think he's a sophomore and uh handles the ball a lot for them and he's really talented and can get to the basket and score it and then the best player is one of the best players in the state he'll probably be you know, another, uh, a first-team All-State player again. His name is Carmelo Pacheco. Uh, wow. He's about a 6'3", six, 6'4", six, wing who shoots it really, really well. Um, kind of reminds you a little bit of a little bit of Connor Tilly shooting the ball, but he also has a little bit of post-game to him, too. So he's he was, he was probably one of the best players we played all year, and he got hot in the game that we played them. So uh, those two guys can really go. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're a really tough squad. They're going to be a tough out. Talk about uh, your your uh, your your county rival there. I guess we can call that a, a rival. Uh, James River, sure. man, they've had a yeah. great great season. Oh man, they're phenomenal. They have a great team. Uh, they have great chemistry between their players, uh, and they play. They're they're very physical. They're they're big enough. They're not huge, but they're big enough, and they're very physical, and they play really hard. Uh, so when you combine that with with some guys that really want to get after it. And that want to play hard and want to compete and want to grind um, and and throw on top of that that they shoot the ball pretty well too. That's that's what you know. That's what's given them most of their success. And so, again, you know they've had a great year. I expect them to uh, win at least one more game, maybe two more games, and make that final. Oh, wow! And then Radford. I mean, Radford year in and year out is good, but but uh, you guys got them this year. That's right. Yeah, they were. You know, I think we got them at a good time. I think they got better as the year uh, progressed. They have a young team this year. Um, and so, you know, uh, Rick, Rick is a great coach down there at Rafford, but just like anybody else, when you got young players, you need more games. Uh, and, and they got their butt kicked a couple of times. And I think that really helped them out. Um, 
and, and made them improve throughout the year. So they've really come on strong, and it's you know it's probably going to be a rematch between them and James River in the Final Four game. That'll be another really good game. Coach Hart, it's Coach Leftwich. Tell me, there's a game that I've had a lot of people ask me about. Were you scheduled to play Abington and like the third, fourth place game in regionals? A lot of people have asked us about that because they saw a schedule out there that had you guys playing Abington. Or did that game just not take place? Yeah, it did, it didn't take place. Um, so the region, the region had originally voted to have a consolation game in case there was a COVID um, issue after um, the region uh, championship, and so um, that was it was scheduled to take place. But Abington decided that they, you know, wouldn't want to travel. Um, up to play the game, and you know, I really don't blame them. It's kind of a weird situation that nobody's really ever been in, uh, and we didn't predict any COVID situation at that point. You know, bothering, bothering one of the top two teams from moving on. So, um, so yeah, we just didn't play. I don't think any other regions had had a consolation game either. So, it wasn't, um, you know, it wasn't anything crazy or surprising to us. Okay, hey, coach, coach Hart, it's Jimmy Whitaker. Um, I'm going to ask you to go back. Uh, to um, the beginning of the season because, you know, luckily I got to see a bunch of games this year, but one of the best games that I remember seeing was your win at home against James River because you all were down, if I recall, 14 to 16 points. And I I hate to say it, Coach, but I thought you all were out. So can you just uh, relive a little about what you might have said at halftime because, man, they came out a different team the second half. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we were actually down 17 um, at one point of that game. And, you know, we just weren't ourselves in the first half. Um, and they, we knew, I, I knew how really good that James River was and really tough and physical they were. And we were we were the opposite in the first half. So, uh, you know, with, with a few words being said at halftime, you know, nothing crazy. But I just challenged them to be tougher because that's what we had talked about for a couple of years now, getting over the hump and, and being the team we wanted to be. We had to be tougher. We had to play you know, more physical all the time. And we just came out in the second half and did that. And, um, you know, we also were able to make a few shots, which always helps us get us going a little bit in the second half. And um, I think it was early in the season for them, too, the first time that they had really got punched in the mouth. And I don't think they responded well uh, to that in the third and fourth quarter. And we were able to pull it out. I think they, they James River, learned a ton from that and got better. And um, I think it really helped them get better throughout the year having uh, to kind of go through that. Great. Thank you, Coach. I tell you, you know, you guys were a momentum team. I mean, like Jimmy said, we watched you a bunch. And, and when that ball started going in, I don't care if you were playing the Lakers. that You guys were going to fill it up. And uh, it was so much fun to watch. I mean, recently that, that the big game with uh, Tyler Mead pouring in 35. Are you Against kidding? Against Bassett, yeah. Yeah, that, that was something else. And, and uh, I know you got uh, Jackson Crawford had, had a few big games. I mean, he's amazing. But... But before we let you go, I always like to ask the coaches this. Uh, you know, you, you're losing a bunch of good seniors. I mean, really good seniors that, that have been with you for a little while now. Uh, Connor Tilly and Ashton Bramblett and Dylan Salvi. What a, what a fierce competitor he is. Uh, Bryce Harrison, man, he, you know, he really stepped in and, and, and played a role and, and for some big wins when you, when you had some injuries. Uh, Tanner and Lovern. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, those five guys, man, the five guys that you mentioned there, uh, just absolutely phenomenal uh, kids. And they all, you know, they all bring something different to the table. They're all different personalities and different basketball players. Um, you know, obviously the ones that get most of the attention are, 
uh, um, is is uh, Connor Dilly and, and Ashton Bramlett had a phenomenal senior mm-hmm. year and he got a lot of attention this this year too. But you know we wouldn't be who we are without without guys like Dylan Salvi doing what he does and Bryce comes in there and does a lot of the same things of just bringing the energy and uh, and Tanner Lovern is is one of the best kids I've ever coached and you know he did a lot of things throughout the year in his career that made us better. So uh, yeah, it's going to be tough to replace. Uh, to replace those guys, we got you know we got some young guys coming up that we're really excited about, um, and obviously we have we have Crawford and Mead back, um, and so our team's going to look a little different. But um, we're going to put a lot of work in this spring and the off season, and you know we're going to challenge the guys to get right back where we were this year. So um, hopefully that's what we can do. Well, and you got the big guy coming back. I was really impressed with uh, DJ Tolliver down down the line. I mean, he really uh, brings some power in there when when he gets going. Yeah, and DJ, yeah. we got DJ, we got a couple other post players uh, and another sophomore coming back. And we had a freshman on varsity this year, too, that didn't get to play a whole lot. So, um, yeah, we've got some pieces, and, and we're excited about, you know, you know, each and every one of them. And, and it'll be it'll be different and a different challenge for us as coaches. But, you know, every year that you reset, it's almost, you know, it's, it's reinvigorating, it's re-exciting, uh, and you got to find some different – uh, pieces to match the puzzle, and uh, that's what we'll be doing. He is Lord Botatot head coach Andrew Hart on the U.S. Cellular Crunch Hotline. Coach, thanks so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for all the coverage this year. You guys do a great job. How about that? I tell you, you know, uh, it doesn't get any better than having a coach talk about teams that are still live in the playoffs uh, the way he can kind of sum them up. I just, I love that, and we really appreciate Coach Hart uh, doing that uh, for us midweek. Again, you heard Coach Randy on there. I mean, we taped oh, yeah. it a few days ago. But um, but the timing of this, Carl, you know, having Coach Hart speak to this was was great. And, and it was true. It was interesting to see how much of what he said actually played out in real life. So true. that was when, when he made reference to the Pacheco brothers, man, he was on target. Yeah. Yeah. And those are Spotswoods, yeah. yeah. Well, and he talked about Northside getting to the rack and scoring yep. and, and that being their strength and, and Cave using their size. And <laughs> all those things worked out. I he mean, might have been looking into Coach Randy's crystal ball there for all we know. Coach yeah. Randy, he doesn't give that crystal ball up. Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't give that crystal ball up much. <laughs> all right, so uh, let's talk about another sponsor, uh, the Dogwood Restaurant. Guys, I'm telling you what, I just... When I say it now, I get hungry. Uh, the Dogwood Restaurant, what a great um, supporter of local high school sports uh, over in Venton. Just a fantastic, you know, you can go and you can you can go anywhere and, and go to a chain that, you know, you can go around the country and eat the same food. But the Dogwood is unique yes, it to is. this area. And I'm telling you, it's, I can't get past the hamburgers. The hamburgers are the best in town. Well, Carl, I'll tell you, um, it's very fresh in my mind for a certain reason because... <laughs> Uh, my wife Lisa and I were there. We had lunch yesterday, and um, it, an interesting thing happened while we were at the Dogwood. And it's something that I won't probably do again. But I, I to- we got there. Of course, it's always crowded. And Lisa and I usually sat at a table, but there was only room at the at the bar. Yeah. The, you know, up the front. My so favorite spot. Yep. Yeah, so I said, Lisa, let's set up there. So we did, which I enjoy. You enjoy because you know we like to gab and look at all the stuff. But it was a uh, it was over sensory overload for my wife because <laughs> she got to see everything being prepared, and then she was questioning about, "Oh, I should have ordered that. I should have ordered this." So it was a, but it was a fun day yesterday to be at Dogwood, and I left there very satisfied, like I always do. 
Oh, that's great. That's a great call out. So get over to the Dogwood. Support them. They support your kids. They support local high school athletics, and we really appreciate those guys. All right, before we go to break, I'm going to uh, run through real quick the boys and girls, the the brackets who are left. So let me just go through this quickly. So uh, in 6A, it was Hayfield over Washington Liberty, and it was South Lakes over Fairfax. So Hayfield will play South Lakes. And then on the bottom bracket, uh, it was Patriot over James River Midlothian, and Manchester lost to Battlefield. So it's Patriot Battlefield. So the four teams left in 6A, boys are Hayfield, South Lakes, Patriot, and Battlefield. In 5A, it's Highland Springs over Abemarle. Uh, Riverside beat Glen Allen. Uh, at the bottom of the bracket, it's Mari over Indian River. And then Bayside beat Minchville by 1.5352. So in 5A boys, it's Highland Springs, Riverside, Maury, and Bayside. 4A, we're looking at Loudoun County, a four-point winner over EC Glass. Um, Loudoun Valley uh, beat Western Abemarle by a point, 49-48. Verina, 106-73 over Jamestown. And then Kings Fork, 84-52 over Henrico. So in 4A, it's Loudoun County, Loudoun Valley against each other, and then Verina and Kings Fork. And that's in boys 4A. And 3A boys, Spotswood going down to Northside in overtime, 58-56. Cave Spring, 72. Fluvanna County, 54. So it's Northside Cave Spring on Monday night. Bottom of the bracket, it's Hopewell, uh, 57-48 over Skyline. And then Petersburg beat William Monroe. So Hopewell and Petersburg play in the bottom of the bracket. So uh, in 3A, we've got Northside, Cave Spring, Hopewell, and Petersburg. And to jump in there real quick, Carl, uh, the championship game will be on March 10th at 8 p.m. at Siegel Center. So just FYI. Very good. Uh, 2A, it was Radford over Virginia High. Uh, James River, two overtimes over Union. Uh, Greensville County, uh, 59-45 over Central Woodstock in the bottom of the bracket. And John Marshall, man, the juggernaut, 91-57 over East Rockingham. So in 2A, boys, it's Radford, James River, Greensville County, and John Marshall. With a championship game being played on March the 12th at Siegel Center at 1 p.m. Very good. Okay, 1A, boys, Auburn over Eastside. Auburn keeps rolling. 65-30. to 30. Twin Springs, one-point winner over Fort Chiswell, 52-51. Washington and Lee beat Alta Vista. Lancaster beat Buffalo Gap. So in 1A, boys... Auburn, Twin Springs, Washington and Lee, and Lancaster. So that's the boys rounding roundup right there. On the girls' side of the bracket, uh, 6A, we've got Robinson, James Madison, Osborne Park, and Thomas Dale all left. Uh, in 5A, we've got Glen Allen, Woodgrove, Minchville, and Norview left. So that's the four left there. In 4A, we've got uh, Millbrook, Beat Glass, uh, 56-33, Pulaski County over Sarando, 54-44, uh, Manor beat Eastern View, and Kings Fort beat Powhatan. So in 4A, we've got Millbrook and Pulaski County, Manor and Kings Fork. 3A girls, we've got Spotswood over our Stanton River, Harold County, Big over Fort Defiance, uh, Meridian beat New Kent, and Lakeland beat Brentsville District. So left in, um, left in 3A, uh, Spotswood plays Carroll County on Monday, and Meridian and Lakeland play. With a March 10th championship game at 6 p.m. at Siegel Center. 2A girls, it's uh, um, Gate City beat Radford. 
Uh, Central Wise beat Allegheny. Larray beat Brunswick and John Marshall. Again, the John Marshall girls beat Clark County. So left in uh, 2A, we've got Gate City, Central Wise, Larray, and John Marshall. And then in 1A, we've got Perry McClure over Grundy, 58-55. Honeaker beat Auburn, 61-38. Rappahannock County over Rappahannock. And then Buffalo Gap beat West Point. And so 1A girls, it's Perry McClure, Honeaker, Rappahannock County, and Buffalo Gap left. Wow. Good. So yeah, so that's uh, that's what the brackets look like. Okay, we gotta we gotta take a quick break. We got a couple interviews to get to. So uh, you're listening to Crunch Time on WPOY. When I wake up in the morning for breakfast, I want something good. Thomas's English muffin fills the bill. Taste with a toasted crunch. Original, 100% whole wheat, blueberry, cinnamon raisin, and are you kidding me? Pumpkin spice. Thomas's English muffins. Wake up to what's possible. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Hi, I'm Stuart Barnes, a private wealth advisor with Amerius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. And I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive Southwest, Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Hi, friends. Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after-school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org. Would you like a haircut from a barber that actually listens and gives you the great haircut you deserve and at a great price? I'm Deanna Brunel. And I'm Deanna Phillips. And together we are Mama D's Barbershop. We're located right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Just look for the 18-foot barber pole. Make an appointment on Facebook or stop in for the same-day appointment. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until 6. And Saturday until 3. Mention Crunch or this ad and you'll get a free deluxe shampoo. See you soon at Mama D's Barbershop off Brambleton. Hey, Berman Clark here from Unaris. We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Munaris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more. Give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at MunarisBenefits.com. Munaris, here to help with all your insurance needs. 
This is Tater Benson with MKB Realty. For decades, my game plan was to win. Win on the wrestling mat, win on the football field. Now it's time to win in the real estate field. My coaching days are way behind me now, but my goals have not changed. Now the goal is to win in all of your real estate endeavors. Whether your transaction is big or small, I can handle it all. If you need a real estate agent who refuses to lose, put me in your game. Call me direct. Tater Benson with MKB Realty. 540-353-7173. Heiner's Bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region, Heiner's. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's Bread. Welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. Okay, let's talk a little indoor winter track and field, a state championships. Jimmy was there on Tuesday. Jimmy, give us a recap. Just again, we can't cover everybody, but just uh, give us a sampling there. Yeah, just some highlights. Uh, for example, from Class Four, uh, Pulaski County Cougars, we had Diego Turner won the shot put. JJ Gully won the high jump, and then Salem. Uh, Peyton Lewis won the 55-meter dash. Now, this is just what I read on Salem's uh, Twitter page, but they said he turned in the second fastest uh, time of any sophomore in the country. In the nation. So, that's interesting. And he bested Michael Yoon uh, from 85. That's 37 years ago that record stood. And if you want to see it, check out crunchmvp.com. The photos are there where he won. Class 3. Uh, Jessica Paliska of Cave Spring won two titles in the 1,000 and the 1,600-meter run. Uh, the Cave Spring 4x200 uh, team relay uh, won. Also, Christiansburg Maddie Moles won the pole vault. And Deuce Crawford uh, won the 55-meter run. He's a state champion in there, and he's from uh, Heritage. How so about that? there's a couple of those. And that gives you the Class 3 and 4, which is the ones I covered there, which, you know, quite an event at Liberty University. Let me throw in 2A2, and I just read this. Uh, Glenver's girls won uh, the state, and and they won it over Appomattox by a point, 61-60. And then Bruton, Taswell, and, and Pocosin. Uh, Glenver's Carly Wilkes won the 1,000, uh, I guess it's the 1,000 run. I don't know how you say that, uh, with a great time of three minutes. Uh, and then the 1,600. Uh, and then Glenver's Sydney Loader won the 55 hurdles. Uh, with a 9.08 time, and and she also won the 300. Uh, the Glimber boys team finished fourth behind Bruton uh, and Galileo uh, Brunswick, uh, and then right ahead of Auburn. So great, great week of track. Nice. Again, um, just uh, really appreciate all those kids' efforts. Okay, real quick, we're going to go back last Saturday. Uh, last Saturday night, K Spring beat Northside, so we're going to have a rematch of this. But they beat him 63 to uh, 60. 600 tickets sold out in, what, like six minutes? Is oh, that what yeah, you said? Fast. Uh, so, I mean, the line was all the way down to the baseball diamond. But uh, uh, just to recap real quick, Dylan Saunders had 25, Owen Dyett 19, Bryce Cooper 17. For Northside, Lawrence Cole 20, Arian Swiss Jernet 19, Sydney Webb 15. So that's what we're going to expect on Monday yeah. night, too, that kind of scoring. Uh, also last Saturday night, Carroll County beat Stan River 67 to 54 to give Stanton River their first loss. And then, uh, consequently, 
Uh, Carol won this uh, last night in, in Stanton River at, at Lost last night. Yeah. Um, also, Wednesday, Jimmy mentioned it earlier, Roanoke Catholic beat uh, Carmel 59-56. Uh, uh, Jalen Merchant had 16 for the Celts. And Jacob Estrada had 14. Jacob Estrada oh, made this play where he kind of got bound up at the foul line and uh, really couldn't go anywhere with the ball. He threw it up off the backboard and dunked it. Oh, and he dunked it hard. I mean, he can get up. So he's a lot of fun to watch, Jacob Estrada there. Uh, Carmel was led by Ruben uh, McInhern with 19 points uh, there. All right, so um, let's, uh, let's get to um, certainly our, our games last night real quick because we've got a few interviews. K-Spring, 72 Luvanna County, 54. The Knights were led by Dylan Saunders with 28. Flucos, uh, Flying Flucos were led by Bobby Gardner with 26. So we've got the K-Spring coaches after the game with a little interview. Let's hear from uh, the coaches, uh, Coach Jacob Gruce, Greg Mackey, and Derek Roth. All right, I got the K-Spring Knight coaches with me tonight after a big 72-54 win, 18 points. That was an unusual game. They're good. They're really good. Yeah, talk about them a little bit before we get into... So, I mean, like, I felt like in the first half, we played their style of basketball. I mean, like, we can't be disappointed with our defense. I think we only gave up 21 points in the first half, but offensively, I thought we were terrible. I thought we just settled for shots that they wanted us to take instead of taking the shots that we wanted to take. Right, right. Well, I tell you, inside, guys, uh, Dylan was just... He, he is a load. When he gets going, and he's got such a smooth jumper... Uh, talk about him a little bit. Talk about that inside game. I mean, that was our plan from the very beginning. We didn't do that in the first 16 minutes, but we just settled in and got him the ball and looked. You know, we're more patient. We're looking for our shots, hitting the short corner, jumping down to Dylan. And I mean, he's tough. They didn't have anybody over, you know, six two or six one, whatever it was. And you know, his length—it's an easy, easy bucket. Got fouled a ton. You know, he's a great free throw shooter. But they had five guys that could probably jump up over the backboard. Right, true, true. They weren't they weren't six six, they but they a lot, could jump. Lot more athletic than yeah. they they play play taller than they are. Mm-hmm. Yes. Talk about the drawing the charges. You guys draw more charges. I mean, we were laughing because Bryce Cooper, he probably was responsible for twenty seven fouls out there. Four of them his, and the rest of them he drew. I mean <laughs> talk about the defense a little bit. It's a byproduct taking charges is what we preach and, and pressuring the ball and sitting and help and just being tough. And, uh, you know, when we do those things, you know, like in high school, sometimes it's like a dunk. It changes momentum, and it gets our crowd into it when we take charges. And, you know, as far as the defensive stuff, we try to preach contesting shots. If we can force tough shots, that's that's our outlet, and we get to run out a little bit. Yeah. And, and in the first half, I thought our, like Coach Roth made a great point at halftime, like, you know, our impatience on offense and our rush shots and taking bad shots, like, that's what led to all their runouts. Like, we weren't in great rebounding position. We weren't in great position to get back. I think they had six points in transition because we didn't take great shots. Right. You know, and, if, you know, and I don't think they're even great shots if they go in. I mean, they were one pass, and, you know, we, we didn't get it where we wanted to. One pass and just a chuck. And, you know, I think it surprised our guys. We weren't in rebounding position. We weren't ready to sprint back. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So talk about uh, their, their best guy, that number one out there. He's pretty quick, yeah. It's Bobby Gardner. Yeah, number one, Bob Gardner. He is. As we put on the, the scouting report, he has an elite first step, as, yeah. as, as Coach said, an elite first step. And uh, he can really go. Yeah. I mean, he can go. He was so fast, but, like, he could pull up really quick, and he shot it really well, too. So I'm like, oh, man, we'll just give him a half a step. Yeah, half a step shoots him. Like, he had four threes in the first half yeah. against us. So it wasn't like you could just step back and give him an extra step because – yeah, he's going to drain it through yeah. in the face. And then the second half, you guys got going. Everybody started making it. It's a snowball, but I, but I think, you know, like, like we talked about it, 
like I think that happened because of our defense. Like I think we got stops. And they sent four to five to the offensive rebounds every time. They murder you on the backboard. When we got stops, got two hand rebounds. And we got easy buckets in transition. And then Bryce takes the charge. Like, Coach, like, that's really a true testament to our fans who appreciate good basketball. Like, they understand that that dude just sat there and let another dude run full force through his chest. And like you said, our, our crowd gets more excited about that than a dunk. Yeah. Like, I go nuts. I lose. You know, I go crazy. But for a kid to give up his body to take a charge, man, was unselfish taking basketball. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, awesome. Sorry, not to mention six times in a game. <laughs> <laughs> Great job, guys. I tell you, Coach Cruz gets so excited. Hey, Carl, that's news to hear Coach Cruz say he 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 gets excited about something, isn't it? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he he does not sit yeah. down and uh, what what a uh, he loves the game and and loves his kids and all the coaches did a great job there. Okay, the other big game last night that we covered, Northside, fifty eight to fifty six over Spotswood in overtime. Jimmy was up there. Jimmy, talk a little bit about. Yeah, that. just a, just quickly, I'll give some of the the scores. First of all, as uh, Coach Hart made reference to. Uh, the Pacheco brothers, uh, Carmelo led spots with 27 points. Uh, his little brother Cameron ditched in five, and and a and a player that really did well, Rain Dean, is a freshman, six four. Uh, he held his own very well against Northside, and of course the leaders of Northside in that game, uh, Sidney Webb. You know he he came in with 19. Arion Jernet had 17, and then uh, Cy Hardy had seven, and then there was multiple players that you know chipped in more. And, I had a chance to speak to Coach Pope right after he won, so let's hear that. I'm here with uh, Coach Pope, and they just got an overtime win. What can you what can you sum it up as, Coach? Uh, just found a way tonight. We really uh, their zone really bothered us. Uh, I don't know why, because we've done so good against zones. But you give them the credit; they did something, and we got to watch some film to figure out what. But uh, you know, the, the two freshmen came in. Uh, sophomore Kai Logan, uh, Michael Harvey, freshman uh, Cy, Michael Harvey and Cy Hardy. Those guys came in. I thought they turned the game. I did, and uh, we started finally hit some threes. God, I don't know what we were for a long time, but you know the ball goes in. It, it seems to change everything, and uh, we finally made some. We kept fighting, and. You know, just came up with one more play. It was just a fantastic game. And just a quick thought. You know you'll be facing uh, Monday, Cave Spring High School. Well, I didn't the... know that, but I... Yes, sir. I mean, they're, I, you know, they're at home. I figured they probably had a great chance to yes, win. Yes, sir. But, yeah, right now we're just going to enjoy this. But Congratulations. Thank you so yeah, much, Yeah, thank Jimmy. you very much. Hey, and I'll just say, uh, Coach Pope taught me something last night, and, and it's something that I think is important for everybody to remember you know, I was so excited after the game. You could tell he was excited. He was even winded uh, from it. But but, but his last statement was that, you know, I, I tried to push it saying, hey, tell me about Cave Spring. And, and you know, but he, he stopped and he said, I want to enjoy the win. And I, and I even spoke to Carl last night as I was driving back. And I said, Carl, it's a great piece of wisdom that so often we don't stop and enjoy the moment because they just won an overtime game that they thought they were going to lose. And I would just say to everyone, you know, enjoy the day you have because nobody knows what tomorrow holds. It almost sounds like a Jimmy thing. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little Jimmy thing segue there. You broke out. And, uh, no, that's great comment. And, and you know, these, these coaches are, they're, they're wise. I mean, they, you know, they've, they've seen a lot, done a lot. And, and you know, Coach Pope being that excited. Yeah. Uh, of course, you caught him right out. You know, he shook the coach's hand and you were in it. There I was. Yeah. yeah. So we really appreciate those guys uh, letting us do that. And uh, uh, it's going to be a great Monday night. I tell you, we're going to have some great games, and, and we're, we're certainly looking forward to that. 
Um, all right, so wow, what a great show. Uh, Morgan on the board did a did a fantastic job. I appreciate that. Great show today. Thanks to all you fine folks for listening. Couldn't do it without you. Uh, without you, we're just talking to ourselves. Which, which is something we do. <laughs> Special thanks to our advertising partners uh, who care beyond belief. Uh, for uh, for Mike Morgan, he's Jimmy Whitaker. I'm Carl York. You've been listening to Crunch Time on WTOI. And remember, it's, it's all, all for him. him.